I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light on Light Through, episode 246. Well, I just saw the first two episodes of Suspicion on Apple TV+. It looks to be a top-notch, crackling whodunit with all the trimmings. Here's the crime. Four people in a big New York Midtown hotel wearing British royal family masks the Queen, Prince Charles, Prince Andrew, and Kate kidnapped the son of the biggest American media operation. Let me point out here that for some reason the promotion for the show talks about five suspects, not four. Wikipedia, for example, says, quote, five people, three men and two women have their lives turned upside down after being identified by London police as suspects in the kidnapping, unquote. And the picture associated with this series and the picture I'm using for these podcast reviews, well, that picture shows five people, too. I have no idea why. Maybe that's part of the mystery? Anyway, the FBI and their British counterparts soon do discover four Brits living not too far from one another in London were in New York the very night of the kidnapping, in the very hotel where the kidnapping occurred. Three protest their innocence, and they are convincing, at least to me, under intense questioning. The fourth, Sean, is apparently not only one of the kidnappers, but definitely a stone-cold murderer blowing up his girlfriend on a boat offshore in his smooth and so far successful attempt to elude capture. So the question is, who among the other three are also guilty? All three of them? Well, that would be an Agatha Christie move, but I'd say it's unlikely for this series. I will say, though, that it's equally unlikely, though not impossible, that none of these three donned a royal mask and helped kidnap the poor kid in New York. So the question is, which one or two? And the narrative is doing a fine job, at least in these two episodes, in not giving us a clue. The acting, by the way, is good, too. Among the actors I know, Uma Thurman plays the kidnapped victim's mother, but so far we've barely seen her on the screen. Noah Emmerich plays the American FBI agent, first time I've seen him since he did such a great job, pretty much in the same role on The Americans, and he's off to an excellent start here in Suspicion. The London scene works well, too. All we've really seen of New York after two episodes is the hotel, but there's a lot more to come, and I'll be on top of this series, adapted from the Israeli False Flag series, which I haven't seen. My review of Suspicion 1.3 on Apple TV+. Plus. You know, every time I see that title... I think of Terry Stafford's great song, I think from the early 1960s. Suspicion, why touching me? Anyway, you may recall in my review of the excellent two-part debut of Suspicion last week, 
I wondered why, though there were only four masked kidnappers of Leo Newman at the beginning, and only three suspects taken in by London police, plus one murdering suspect on the loose, let's see, three plus one equals four, the description of the series on IMDb on Wikipedia, as well as in the publicity photo that you can see in the image for this very podcast review. Well, the IMDb Wikipedia descriptions and that publicity photo say or show five kidnappers, not four. Well, finally, at the very end of episode 1.3, we find out why. There is indeed a fifth suspect, a Mr. Eddie Walker, who helped with the getaway but was not in the original hall of the kidnapping back in that New York City hotel. And he's a student at Oxford where Tara one of the three London suspects, now under police surveillance, happily teaches. Okay, that's a neat development in the plot. I like that. But I have to say it was spoiled to some extent for me by the telegraphing in the publicity photo and those descriptions of the series that were out there in which it said there were five suspects. And all we saw in the first two episodes were four suspects. Now, this is not the fault of the creators of the series. It is the fault of the publicity people who were really out to lunch on this one. All right, end of wrap. I did think the connection between Natalie and still the only palpable bad guy, Sean, was interesting, and it lays bare one of the best dynamics of this narrative. The three other suspects, who would be Tara, Natalie, and Adesh, all seem to be so nice in comparison to Sean, who certainly isn't. Of course, it's too soon to tell about Eddie, who was only on the screen the last minute of episode 1.3. But this suggests that at least one of the connective tissues between Sean and the other kidnappers is that the other three were taken advantage of in some way, pulled into something that they had no idea was a kidnapping. But it's still a little too soon to know how many of the three that happened to or if it happened at all. This is all conjecture on my part. And I'll round off this review with a mea culpa. I said that Catherine Newman, Leo's mother, was a media mogul. I somehow missed that she's a powerful public relations executive, indeed so powerful that she's being nominated for U.S. ambassador to the United Kingdom. I'll see you back here next week with my review of 1.4, and I'll still have Terry Stafford's song on my mind. Why touch me? Well, I hope you enjoyed that review of Suspicion. I'll be back here in a couple of days with a review of the new episode, the episode that's coming up this coming week of Suspicion, and... 
of the new episode that's coming up of Raised by Wolves. And as I also mentioned, we're going to have some great interviews in March. I'll tell you in my next episode who I'll be interviewing. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound, and enjoy. The Light on Light Through Podcast. AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson spilled code about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries. 